it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Where's Big Boy? Is he on with us? I am here. How about you? <laughs> Hello, Patrick. How you doing? Finally got a nice day down here in Florida. Yeah, I leave and it's 79. <laughs> yeah, and the sun came out. It was cloudy this morning, but the sun came out. But reports are uh, we got another storm going to show up on the East Coast next week, and it's going to get cold here again. So. All I'm rooting for is Saturday night, Tennessee at New England, Somebody give me a snowstorm. Well, I think that, it's Tennessee uh, at New England. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you got a chance. You got yeah. a, you got a fighting chance. Uh, Pitts, New England will be home for two games. They'll have they'll beat Tennessee and then they'll have Pittsburgh. So uh, you got. Uh, I got maybe, a shot. Maybe the storm the following week will be there. What do the Vikings have to do to be at home for two games? Win and Philly loses. Philly loses, and for the first time in history, mm-hmm. uh, since we went to this system of uh, establishing. Two uh, two teams coming off a bye to play in the second round. Yeah. Uh, that t- one of those, the number one seed in a division uh, in a conference is an underdog. They are uh, anywhere from two and a half to four four and a half point underdogs to the Falcons because, of course, they, well, don't, they don't have, have a their, quarterback. They don't have their quarterback, yeah. and the guy who uh, had filled in had one halfway had a decent game the first week he played and was terrible the last two. And uh, we'll we'll see though they have a pretty good defense and who knows the weather weather can get lousy in Pitts, in Philadelphia too. So. Oh hell yes, yes. Are you in the ballpark or at home? I am at the ballpark. I'm at the ballpark. Uh, we uh, I don't know what we did. It looked like we got we got some new grass here on the sides. I wonder if uh, maybe it flooded. And they had to replace the grass down the lines and uh, and uh, maybe even in the infield or something. I, I'm not sure, but it looks like we have new grass. Uh, the outfield grass is a different, a completely different color, and uh, looks like it might be the old stuff there. So, but they got they took a little damage down here, but they didn't really. They just kept saying minimal because uh, they didn't. They thought it might be a little tacky to complain about their ballpark getting damaged somewhat uh, mm-hmm. when uh, when other people had much bigger problems like hospitals and stuff like right. that. So they 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 went soft with the, but the press box got all ripped up. They've rebuilt it now. So you haven't seen any ball players. No, but they're having the organization meetings mm-hmm. now. Back in the day. When you had the organization meetings, even when Terry Ryan was here, you might have about 20 guys sitting around a table, right? Mm-hmm. 
We got 150 guys down here. Jeez. Wow. And about 50 of them uh, could be college students walking down the mall at the University of Minnesota with backpacks on. They all have backpacks on. Yeah, you got to have a backpack. Which means they got a tablet in there, and they're part of the analytics uh, department. So okay. They, uh, they got a lot of young, bright fellas. And not many of them, Reavers, dra- graduates of North Mankato State. What? Most, most of them prestigious Eastern colleges. Well, that's that's wrong. <laughs> I know it is. I know it is. We're but, a baseball uh, hotbed at Mankato State. Right. Uh, 4.30 or so, we're going to get either Derek Falvey or Thad Levine to talk about the, uh, the uh, Twins organization here and what's going on across the way and... Uh, have to ask him the Miguel Sano question and a few others. So. Are we anticipating a roaring season? Are we anticipating success? Well, tell tell us what the turnout of the uh, Sano situation is going to be. That's a big bat to try to uh, not have in the lineup if mm-hmm. he's going to get suspended uh, for a while. And uh, also, I don't know uh, how, how his recovery is coming. He had the rod put in his shin there. I don't know how he's doing with that either, how he's doing with his weight. But they certainly uh, there's certainly a little more optimism here than there was uh, coming off the 59 victories of the previous season. I so. think so. Yes. And uh, they would like to sign a starting pitcher, but boy, nothing is happening with uh, baseball free agents. It's just absolutely uh, dead. I, everybody's uh, waiting. Uh, apparently, this uh, cap that they put in, where if you go over it, you then have to pay a penalty, big penalty to the into the league coffers. I think it's one hundred eighty-nine million or one hundred ninety-two million. A lot of teams are trying to get under that and stay under that, and the free agents aren't getting their money yet out there uh, on the market. So. How soon before we hear this being called collusion? Just gonna say, uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think Scott. If you call up Scott Boris, he'd probably uh, suggest that that's going on. So. Marvin Miller would insist this is collusion. <laughs> oh, yes, he would, yeah. and he'd and then you know what he'd do? Uh-huh. He'd kick baseball's ass and make him pay. Right. Remember back when they paid two hundred eighty million in collusion, and mm-hmm. we thought that was a lot of money. Right. Now we can give a player that much. Right. We can give a pitcher that much. All right, as long as you're on, or as long as we're on the money topic, I know it's terribly early, but what do you think? That, what is the scenario for Maurer? He's now entering the last year of the big money. Uh, what do you think the scenario is after this season? Boy, uh, that will be the question everybody asks Joe when he arrives for spring training, and we're going to get the Maurer shrug. And oh, I don't know. I love the play. I love mm-hmm. the game. I I would think that. Uh, it depends a lot if he has a good year. If he has as good a year this year as he had last year, then he'll probably want to play. Yep. And, uh, and you know, he he's not going to play for $23 million anymore. No, no. So, you know, he might play for five or six. I, I, I would think he'd want to play, though. Uh, that would be my guess. And he'd probably want to stay home, too. So Yeah, I, I can't see him wanting to play elsewhere. Can you? No, and there's, you know... There's an appreciation with this club for a guy who gets on base and hits singles and moves runners and does what Joe does, but he's not going to go out and get a big free agent contract from anybody to play first base with those numbers. So with the with that kind of production, they want first baseman who hit home runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Eric Hosmer, uh, Kansas City, still looking for a deal. Uh, so far, he hasn't gotten one yet, and he's he's got more same guy as Joe, except more much more power. So. 
Well, that's kind of what I thought, that the scenario is likely to be he's either going to continue to play with the Twins or he'd retire. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I wouldn't. Now, what is interesting is his son, as his brother Jake, is uh, no longer in the organization. Now, I think what happened was Jake said, "Man, can I get a job in the office? Uh, I got the I got the family at home, and you know, being in Charleston, West Virginia, doesn't work out real good with the family and the kids." And uh, they they offered him a job as a roving instructor, and he didn't want to do that. So the uh, he's no longer with the organization. Hmm. I, I don't think it's a reflection on Joe's future in any way. But no, but he's he's no longer in the organization. So Pat Wolves one twenty seven Cleveland ninety nine. What the hell was I that? Didn't ha- Let's do it every I didn't. Night. Let's do it every I didn't night. have that one pick. I didn't have that one projected. Holy mackerel! Mm-hmm. What's well, the deal? It, and as I said last night on Twitter, just think if Thibodeau wasn't a horrible coach and Andrew Wiggins wasn't so terrible yeah. uh, stealing his money, how bad they might have beaten the Cavaliers. They're uh, pretty good right now. They're, uh, I think it's, what, 11 out of 15, 11 out of 14 or something like that. They're 10 games over 500. Yeah, and they got that was the first game of the second half, Joe. That mm-hmm. was game 42. But uh, I didn't get to see her down here. I kept again plucks. I was fixated on the football game, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, quite the beating, yes. Oh. And what about four straight sellouts? What is now that did make sense for the Cavs, but still on a Monday night, mm-hmm. eh, not not the best night. So mm-hmm. they've had four straight sellouts. So the public is apparently into this team. And I was absent when the Wild were humiliated in uh, Denver Saturday night. <laughs> yes. What and, in uh, the hell is with that club? Seven <laughs> two and yeah. Coach Boudreaux. Uh, said uh, he had a, a, several great great quotes about his unhappiness. Now we don't have any reports in today's. Uh, I guess because they had the flu, he couldn't drive them in practice like he'd hoped to. Huh? Yeah, Niederreiter apparently's got the flu and Koibu's might not got, play tonight. Koibu's got the flu. Well, what Koibu's is going got... on? What, is Koibu back now? I don't know, but he's got one goal since October, so. <laughs> Wouldn't get too worked up about what, it. What? Uh, what is this sweeping the Twin Cities? This uh, this ailment. Uh, I mean, uh, it sounds like everybody's got it. Uh, so far, so good here at the old broadcast studio. Uh well, well, good, good. You don't but they have to. Calgary tonight, and are we still anticipating they're going to reel off a six-game winning streak one of these days? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's just me being optimistic. And then at Chicago <laughs> tomorrow will, night. Well, you know. Traditionally, they haven't been that bad on the road, but this team is not playing well on the road. They've mm-hmm. got a terrible road record. so They've been fine at home. They've been good at home. Well, tell me your thoughts on the college football game when we come back. All right. I want to also get your thoughts on Dustin Johnson almost making a 433-yard hole-in-one. Uh, what? It's, uh, it's sickening. But I'll... <laughs> are, you, are you sure it's not Kim Jong-un? <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, he had a couple. Hey, damn, damn, Mayor. What? Dang, Mayor. Yeah. If I was back, we could take the gals to Grand Casino for Tony Orlando. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great to go? Get up I would and like get to go tie to a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. <laughs> get up and dance a little bit. Oh, yeah. Hey, 
Don, was that just one gal or two or how many? Who was like Don? Thing, I, think. I think they had. Uh, I think there a were a couple. Couple of them dancing behind. Was it like Lassie? Gals. Like they replaced Don with a new <laughs> no. Don? No. Like I Chicago? So. Like the whole band? Tony. <laughs> Tony is seventy-three. Okay. And really? Let's see. I'm clicking on Tony well, Orlando. Well, I can't and Don. laugh at that. No way is he 73. <laughs> 83, maybe. You think so? You think he's pulling a punch there? Hey, Saban yeah, must be pretty absolutely. good, huh? Well, take that you know gamble what? to bring in a freshman quarterback when you've already won five of them. Yeah. <laughs> four, four at Alabama. I guess you can. I guess you can take your shot. But that was something that. Uh, and the funny thing is, he puts the kid in. I guess at halftime, he told the team that they were going to alternate. Uh, he was going to try this freshman, and then Hurst was going to get back in. In the first series, the kid was terrible. So you thought, okay, you'll go back to Hurst. And well, obviously, they wanted somebody who could pass because Hurst can't pass. Is it Hurst or Hurts? Hurts, Hurts, excuse me. Yeah, yeah Hurts. And. Uh, he can't, uh, you know, he can't throw the ball. He's more of a, he's like Blake Bortles down in Jacksonville. He's a single wing quarterback. But, uh, yeah, boy, this kid, that last throw was something. Man alive. He's from Hawaii, you know. Well, what? he's the last. Maka. Tago Veloa. Tago Veloa. That's mm-hmm. his last name. Right. Yes. And what is, you know, Alabama, you go all over the country to get, the best players in the country. Do you really have to go over and steal a Samoan kid from? Uh, come on, come on. Let somebody else have a Leave kid from Hawaii. Leave him for Hawaii. Yeah, let Hawaii or somebody on the West Coast. You know, you go all the way over there and steal him. Apparently, yeah. Lane Kiffin earlier today, I think it was on Dan Patrick's morning show, said that had the kid not entered the game, uh, he would have transferred. After the game to go play oh, somewhere really? else. Yeah, that's what Lane Kiffin said this morning. Well, Lane would stir up anything. He of course can, he would, so. which makes him great. Uh, well, he also—I heard a little bit of it, and he also said that uh, there was a lot of movement. Uh, he said there was a lot of uh, tension on the sidelines during this season, the later half of this season, that people wanted this kid to play, which probably well, meant within yeah. the staff. You know why? So, yeah, you got well, to play your freshman. You got to. In fact, I had that thought last night that you know what happened, Tammy. Yeah, who's. An Auburn fan, but she hates Georgia more than she hates Alabama. Yeah. Called up, somehow got through to the uh, Alabama locker room <laughs> at halftime. Yep. Got Saban on the phone and said, you gots to play your freshman. You gots to play your freshman. <laughs> or did she contact Feinbaum directly, who then relayed the message yes. to Saban? And not only the quarterback, but the running the running back who's like his fourth running back as a freshman too and he, he used him the whole second half too i used to have that quote but we can no longer find it you <laughs> what happened to your I, we I can't find we can't it anywhere it. how well, does it how does it leave the sometimes system? they uh they the vacate it's a ghost in they the just machine. they just leave okay well, i don't want to bring up any bad memories but was uh was uh were the Saints the team that uh, caused the heartbreak in 09? Yes. With the yes, missed field were. goal? But that was in uh, Superdome, yeah. No, they made the field goal. No, no. The, the missed field goal was just more recently in, against Seattle. 98. No, no, no. Missed field goal. 98. 98, Atlanta. Missed the field goal. That's the one. 2009, uh, too many men on the field, and then Brett throws the interception, and then they get the kickoff and kick a field goal and win the game. And after that, the rule changed. You don't win the game 
if you kick a field goal on the first play, the other t- I mean the first series, the other team gets a chance to have a possession. So. And it was last year that they Don't, missed a field no, goal. No, two years. Two years outside, ago. Outside. Out, at TCF. Ago. Yes. Yep. Right. After Teddy courageously led them down the field, mm-hmm. completing his first – he completes fewer passes than Hurts, by the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, he finally did let him down the field, and then Blair Walsh missed the 27 When Bud yard. walked out in a tank top when it was yes, 15 right. below. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and he that later sold true. that at a garage sale. <laughs> I was on radio in New Orleans today, and some guy said, do you think they should still be playing outdoor football? I said, are you nuts? <laughs> Last time they had a playoff game here, it was like 38 below zero, and they thought they were getting a real football game. The hell with that stuff. Indoors, mm-hmm. under the roof, despite Joe's protests of wanting snowstorms. Well, you know, yeah, it's easy for me. I don't have to play. I just want to watch. <laughs> yes, right. I must say that I'm really happy that Minnesotans have had to endure all these uh, Losses and heartbreak by the Vikings. So now this year you can taste a little uh, victory, victory for the NFC Championship. I was really rooting for a Buffalo Minnesota Super Bowl. That would have been yeah. fantastic. Watching well. them tailgate and break all those uh, <laughs> tables on the uh, outside the U.S. Bank Stadium. Who will be the first to go zero and five? Well, the uh, the Vikings. Uh, it is a pretty clear shot for them right here. But we'll see. They've. They've uh, they've screwed up they've screwed up with uh, better offenses than this, but not with better defenses. This... Breeze is pretty good though, boys. Breeze is pretty uh, good. He's uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is uh, quite a battle of short quarterbacks because uh, mm-hmm. Case Keenum he's about the same size as Breeze. He's about five eleven. And we we've been honored with the so-called primetime game. What about three forty start here? Yeah, we're the uh, late afternoon game yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. Which I'm sure the uh, New Orleans appreciates because they were the late afternoon game last Sunday, so they're kind of coming limping in here on short rest. So I wonder why the NFL would not have a Sunday night game in these playoffs. They ha- they got a Saturday night game. Uh, I don't know if they feel like that gives a, some team a terrible disadvantage that would then have to go play in the championship game a week later. I, I don't know what the, what, what the reason Because the championship games are, are later, too. Aren't they like a 2 and a 5.30 kickoff? At least. On Sunday? I can look that up Sunday? during the break. Okay. I used to cover the uh, AFC game all the time, and it was always at 11.30 in the morning our time. It was great. Right. It was at, They would have that game, and then the other game would be at 3.30. Mm-hmm. Sports well, talk. hell. Joe covered a Super Bowl and it kicked off a one. So. Yeah, it was over by three. <laughs> Sports Talk will return shortly. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 42 degrees. This update brought to you by MetaFast. Minnesota Wild in action tonight. They're at home against Calgary. Uh, it does look like Miko Koivu will be playing tonight. He's been suffering from the flu. He did take part in the morning skate and afterwards said he felt good. Do we have uh, audio of that? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you kind of gave us you gave us the pause. Yeah. Well, he gave me flop sweat. I instantly okay. flop sweat. John, are you uh, were you excited <laughs> about the note that uh, Steely Dan will be at the Exodus? Yeah, summer? I'm excited. There's only one half of them left. Well, yeah. yeah, it's not Steely Dan. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's Steely. You know, you're, I'm you know, not. You know what? You know what this is. John? We can spend 15 minutes on this if you'd like. But what they should do is call this band Deacon Blue the Steely Dan cover band. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's to, what they're doing. They're, you, they're doing Steely Dan covers. If you read any of the interviews, Donald Fagan didn't want to call it Steely Dan, but basically all the promoters said, "Then we won't book you." Uh-huh. Now, now uh, that said, 
So he's evil to the core. That said, yeah. basically all Walter Becker did on stage was play a few solos and talk once in a while. It's his legacy. His legacy is the music. It's not what he did on stage. Oh, I the, see. You've the, really talked yourself same, into this. The same guys... <laughs> The same guys who are playing with yeah. the band have been playing with them for 20 years. So you're going, in other words. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The Doobie yeah. Brothers, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Cover How about Tony Orlando? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not Pat, you're having a hard Tony. time selling that one, I think. Yeah, I'm not, I'll, I'm come, not, I'll go with you, Pat. Hey, Rook, what'd you do that I'm hearing myself come back at me? Here? Uh-oh. Let's see. What'd How you about do, this? That better? Uh, hello. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, I don't know you. what you did. Yeah. I got it. I guess my only advice would be, oh my God. If, if you don't like the Steely well, Dan thing, don't oh, go to the show. Jesus. There. Okay. There. I'm done. I'm going. Well, it's not Steely Dan. That's why it, I'm it not going. It is Steely Dan. So It's more like Dan Steely. You can go Steely see a cover Dan. band anytime. Just <laughs> go down to the Holiday Inn. <laughs> not a cover band. I'm sure Jay. they trot out a couple Steely Dan so, well, well, then you obviously think it hasn't been Steely Dan for the last 30 years because... I get it, basically, I get a, it. It's a cover band for 30 years. Then. Hey, Pat, I have a question for you. <laughs> Was your plantain issue, uh, was that last year? Was yeah, that last year. Was that at a Publix grocery store? Sale? Yes. Oh, that's yes. Because, you uh, run into trouble at those Publix. We, uh, we have an update. We might have a bigger fiasco than the plantain yeah. issue. The mayor Why was... don't you, you know what? Save this, will you? Oh, what the hell are you talking the, about? At the 340... You're going to love it. At the 340, okay. I have well, a couple... you pulled good... this out of your fanny out well, of no, nowhere? It was on GL earlier. And okay. I have a couple stories sort of relating to it. So let's save it till then. We'll retell the oh, story. What happened to the point. Steely Dan argument? We're done with well, it. You're going that, to the I Holiday Inn to catch a cover band. And I'm going to go to the Excel Energy Center. I had a whole so, bunch more. And Pat and I are on a well, date for Tony Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> with or without Dawn. Without your yeah. shirts on. Right. Yes. I had to reprise that famous photo of you. J.R. Smith. <laughs> Gross. Oh, uh, Matt Robson, or Robson, the Gophers goalie, is the first star of the week in the Big Ten. Got the award for his performance over St. Cloud in a 2-0 win on Sunday. Uh, he's from Ontario. He made 34 saves as the Gophers beat then number one ranked Huskies to earn a series split. This is the second week in a row he's been honored. Last week, he was the Big Ten's third star. Evil Canadian. Marouche yes. is rolling yeah. in yep. his grave. Marouche, how about Wooger? <laughs> He's Wooger. not even in his grave. Right. Wooger. We, Wooger wanted to build a wall right. between us. No Canadians. <laughs> he wanted the Canadian Wooger wall. Wooger and Scott Walker wanted mm-hmm. the Canadian wall, man. Are you guys familiar with the city of Mississauga? Yes. Yes. That's, that's where he's from. Yeah. Mississauga, a very Ontario. large, uh, very huge, 200,000 uh, suburb of Toronto. Okay. That's where they were going to build the second arena and have another NHL team come to Toronto. I thought that was Hamilton. No. Hey. It was Mrs. Waga. Mrs. Mrs. Waga. Mrs. Waga. No, it's Mrs. O'Higgins. When you get in here at night, Mrs. O'Higgins. News notes from today. The rush for cash is on in the crowded race for Minnesota governor. Democratic candidate and Representative Tim Walls says his campaign has raised more than $1.1 million. Fellow Democrat and former St. Paul Mayor Chris Coleman said he's up at about eight hundred grand. That highlights what is expected to be an expensive race for the open governor's seat. Ahead is candidates jockey for support among the parties. 
Uh, several other Democratic candidates did not release fundraising totals, nor did any of the eight Republicans running. The final fundraising reports aren't due until the end of this month. Who are we going to end up with in this battle here, uh, Joe? Who's uh, who's going to be? Well, the, Walls uh, will win if he can come up with the right campaign slogan, and I suggest he somehow fit balls in there. <laughs> we somehow got to make that because uh, it just rolls off. You know. And then uh, who's who's the leading Republican in the group? Do we have one? Mm, Matt yeah. Dean, maybe. Okay. Uh, plenty kicking it around. No, uh, Plenty's going to run huh? against. He's going to run against Tina in mm. 2018. Mm. President Trump hosted a bipartisan group of lawmakers at the White House today to talk about revamping the nation's immigration policies. During the meeting, the president told the group he hoped to come up with an answer to DACA and said it should be, in his words, a bill of love, while remaining firm that his long-planned border wall would be part of any DACA agreement. <laughs> well, that, that, was, that was nice of him. It was very bizarre. They showed uh, the about three-quarters of the meeting live on mm-hmm, television, mm-hmm. and it was Democrats, Republicans, and he was moderating. Just a it was, love fest, It was it? a lot like uh, if you ever watched The Apprentice. Yeah. It was him asking questions and throwing, you know, the, the Was Oprah there, or is she not no, there yet? She wasn't there. All right. You know, if I was a paranoid Republican, I would have <laughs> Which watched... Which you are not. <laughs> no. I would have watched last night's... Uh, national championship game and wonder why once Trump walked out to midfield, we never saw him again, did we? Did the cameras ever go to where he was sitting in the stadium? No, he was in a private suite with uh, some ROTC people. I know, but they always find them and take Maybe a Maybe he said, a, enough is enough. Let's enjoy oh, the yeah. game. Being the humble this SOB. Isn't, you know what he said, Pat? He always said, about this me. isn't about me. No, that is true. That, <laughs> that seems like him, yes. Right. The fight over the body and possessions of Charles Manson has fragmented into at least three camps competing over an estate that could cash in on the songs he wrote that were recorded (laughs) by the Beach Boys and Guns N' Roses. The 83-year-old Manson died in November. The Los Angeles Superior Court yesterday uh, tried to sort out at least two conflicting wills and claims by a purported son, grandson, and pen pal. All of them seeking control of the estate. Pen pal. What about Squeaky? Is she getting yeah, hurt? She's, I was she's not say, in on it. No. Oh. Is Squeaky still alive? I think so. I think so. Yeah. One give of give uh, Squeaky a taste. Yeah. Right. The uh, anybody who has to walk around being called Squeaky for sixty <laughs> years should get some money. Uh, among those uh, who uh, want in on this, purported grandson Jason Freeman, who claims to be the rightful next of kin. Court documents show that Freeman is the son of the late Charles Manson Jr. and the grandson of Charles Manson and his first wife, Rosalie Willis. That lineage is disputed by Matt Lentz, a Los Angeles area musician who goes by the name Matthew Roberts. This is boring. Anybody know Squeaky's real name? <laughs> I do. I do. Lorraine? No. Lynette. No. Lynette. John. Lynette. Why? Well, it was an L name. I was close enough. It's yeah. an L. Why, why did you show such disgust with me, Kenny? Go yes. sit at your desk, guys. <laughs> You always have to be the smartest guy. Well, we're going to make it a quiz? What? I yeah. Why? I, well, I was actually asking Joe. I wanted to see if Joe. Well, Joe answered. And I love the fact. He's in there chewing on his hand, just as bored as I am. <laughs> I love. I love the fact people are fighting to say yes. Charlie Manson was my relative. Yeah. 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 You want to hear some squeaky? Hey, hello. <laughs> squeaky. This song is called Squeaky from. Is that the wrong one? It's not Lenny and Squeaky? No, it's the wrong... It's not Squeaky. Okay. It's Squeaky. Lenny and Squeaky were on Laverne and Shirley. That's right. 
Would you tell Rookie I think he's an idiot? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell Rookie was that. Was it Squeaky no Fromm? Is that his real yeah, name? Right. No, it was not Squeaky. Tell him you should. I, I like Sujere, but boy, that, that Rookie, man. Oh, boy. Hey, Lamar, let's go out tonight. The, uh, why are you and Shirley? <laughs> you do a pretty good Squeaky. He does, yeah. My Lenny's not that great, but I've been working on Squeaky in the bathroom. <laughs> You know what he has? Wow, and that's a, that's a current one. That's yeah, one that is, right. The why to fine tune that for 2018? Yeah, are you? Hopefully, Squiggy's going to make a big comeback on ABC someday. I'm in business. The widely used over-the-counter painkiller ibuprofen may pose a threat to male fertility, according to no, a new study. What? what? No. Researchers found that young men who took ibuprofen in doses commonly used by athletes developed a hormonal condition linked to reduced fertility. Those findings published in the uh, journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. What do I care? It's over. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 I was just thinking that. Out of the doctor. I'm okay. If we were in our 20s right now and this news came out, wouldn't we just be eating it hand over hand? candy. Too bad Adrian Peterson didn't know about yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> Adrian, yeah. here for Advil. <laughs> study included uh, men aged 18 to 35 taking at least 600 oh milligrams twice a day. Uh, the 1,200 milligram per day dose is the maximum limit listed on the labels of generic ibuprofen products. Uh, some of the men took a placebo within 14 days. Whoops. The men taking the ibuprofen developed the hormonal condition. If it, doesn't, uh, if it does occur in men, the condition typically begins in middle age. Okay, that's enough by, of that. By that's... the way, I just had a thought. Oh, All boy. Right. What was the big story when the New Orleans Saints came here for the season opener? Adrian's return. Adrian's return. Boy, that, uh, that story kind of petered out. Where is he? He was with Arizona at the end of the year, but he that's got right. hurt. Yeah. He got hurt. Sorry, just neck, a, neck let's injury. have Lenny and Squeaky take us out, huh? <laughs> and welcome back to the Minot Holiday Inn and the Ponderosa Lounge. <laughs> Here's cover band reeling in the ears, our favorite Steely Interesting band. That, uh, you should pick this song for that comment because, band. as we all know, uh, what? that's not a member of I the band playing a solo. Talking who is it, into John? this thing. I'd uh, be a smartass, I know. Who is it, John? It's Elliot Randall, who is not a member of Steely Dan. Right. He's a studio plumber. Everybody see. knew that. Yeah. Right. So, so <laughs> Candy just made my point for me. <laughs> He not also his just point. gave you something for free. I don't even know what the hell just Kenny, happened. I, I, Kenny, I got a story for you. I was you. doing a great bit. And then, <laughs> Kenny, there's, yeah, a I got a story, there's a big story in all yeah. the British tabloids about 13,000 tourists trapped in the Swiss ski resort of Zermatt, or however you say it. Can't get in there by car or rail because of all the snow. Doesn't that sound like fun? Wouldn't that be idyllic? <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah. Really would. Here's my question. How can you be a humble and lovable guy like John Height and then turn into a complete pompous ass whenever music is mentioned? I, isn't that it's, something? It's, it is a, quite a transition. I, 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 uh, how am I being a pompous <laughs> ass I think, in John, this conversation? I think, John, I think it's unfair, John. I think, you've been, I think you've been nothing but just friendly and informative. <laughs> about it. John, John no, let me tell you something that. right now, John. Yes, Kenny. The Beatles suck. Oh, <laughs> If I got to come over there. Spencer Tollickson was right. Yeah. I texted John over the Christmas break. Yeah. What's the name of the song 
uh, from the late fifties that had the chorus "Bop Shabop, Bop Shabop, My Baby." Instantly, instantly got yes. back to me. It was the Flamingos. Uh, what is the song? I only Jack? have eyes. For I you. only have eyes for you. Instantly, you're then better asked, than. Uh, then I asked Alexa to play it. I was just going to say, John's yeah. better than Alexa. <laughs> uh, we have a, a Joe story that uh, Kenny hasn't heard and, and Patrick hasn't heard and the listeners to Sports Talk haven't heard. There it is. This is, this is, a, this is a great time. This was on the, the Netflix series The Crown when Margaret was falling head over heels for Lord Snowden, not knowing he was a philanderer of first... Degree. Boy, I bet this song made the clothes just fly off. Didn't it? <laughs> Back then, I bet it did. You're seeing blouses and breezers yeah. and <laughs> big pile of spenders, trousers, corsets. <laughs> just a pile of clothes, chastity belts. I got the key here somewhere. Where'd the king put the key? Where'd the king put the key? The uh. Oh. Have I got a locksmith? Uh, she's, uh, we're losing the feeling here. Oh, my God. Joe, uh, Joe, uh, you want to tell a story? Okay. Because uh, it ties in with his news. Uh, I got a couple yeah. news got stories. Got to Florida, went to the Publix, <laughs> yeah. bought a bag of Starbucks coffee so I can make coffee the next morning, only to discover the next morning that I had bought a bag of the beans that had yet to be ground. Oh, it drives me crazy <laughs> when I do that. Yeah. I hate that. So I said to my guy I was staying with, I said, give me a hand. You got a hammer? Yes. And he said, <laughs> I don't Kenny, see a problem with this Kenny, so far. Kenny, 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 it gets, Kenny better. Gets, it gets better. He said, I'm not giving you a hammer. What do you want a hammer for? Why? I said, I want to bang these beans. I'll take them outside. I want to, <laughs> yes. I want to grind them up and so I can make the coffee. I'll put them in a Ziploc bag. Amen, brother. Thank I'm you. with you. Thank you. This, and, this and he said, work. Don't you dare go outside and do that. I don't want people seeing you out there hitting beans with a hammer. I said, well, the hell with you. So I found a Ziploc bag, and I used a putter, and I went out in the street. And I'm just beating the hell out of him with the bottom of a putter. <laughs> the cop show up? And he comes out, and he says, you're not putting those in my coffee. Machine. You cannot put those ground. I said, why? What's wrong with you? What's the matter? He says, you're not doing it. Get the hell off the street. You can't be out here banging coffee beans with a putter. Now get back inside. Did he, did he say it like this? Now get back inside. Yeah. <laughs> Was that guy? And then just to show him up, I got a chair and sat in his driveway in the sun for a while just to show him what a loser looked like. <laughs> there is nothing worse than coming home oh. with a, a, accidentally with a, well, a, a disappointment. Bag of beans. Yeah, it, it really is. is. But yeah. Pat, what I loved about it is never did it occur to the mayor I could just drive eight blocks to Publix. No, yeah. I'm going to get the best of the stuff. It was how a project. It was a project. How did they turn project. out? Because I didn't work out. Oh. <laughs> didn't work at all. I wonder if a rolling pin would work. Something. Uh, then a guy called and said maybe your guy had a blender. I never thought of that. Yeah. But he wouldn't have allowed me to use it. How about a hatchet? Oh, a hatchet. You, you know, you can get a coffee grinder for eight bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, too late now. Yeah. Okay, well, Walter uh, Becker, thank well, you. The, re <laughs> the reason we uh, uh, brought that up, here's a couple stories related to that. Yeah. An attempt to, attempt to kill a large spider with a lighter went awry Sunday when the arachnid caused a fire at a California park and forcing all the residents out. That happens all the Did time. Did he use carb cleaner? No. <laughs> Thanks, Belichick. Apparently, there was, according to Lindsay Weisgarver, a huge wolf spider. Oh, Not yeah. sure what a wolf spider Ooh. is, oh, they're but big. They're, uh, yeah, they're bad too. They got a bad bite. It's, On to Tennessee. It's, it's, On to Tennessee. It, uh, <laughs> the person, the person lit the uh, spider on fire. A uh, spider panicked apparently because he was on fire, and he crawled between the mattress 
uh, and the box spring on the bed. Oh, guess, guess what happened? The apartments fire. burn all the, the time. The mattress. That's why people got insurance. The mattress got on fire. <laughs> fire department was called. They were able to extinguish the fire on the mattress, uh, oh, but there was uh, a flag collection and drapes in the bedroom, which also caught on fire. On the Tennessee. On the Tennessee. A flag collection. Flag collection. $11,000 in damage before firefighters been got been a hell of out. a flag collection, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, that I, can, I can get you a flag. You can get, I can get you a flag by 3 o'clock. <laughs> there ain't no flag! Not anymore. <laughs> then in Maryland, fire officials have blamed a fella uh, using a, a blowtorch to thaw oh, frozen pipes oh, sure. for a house that, fire. That, that, that happens all the time. All the time. That happened Sunday afternoon. No injuries reported, but it took firefighters two hours to get the fire under control. That's why he called the fire department. Rookie, always use a hair dryer. Because that, that, that sounds like something that would happen to you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hair dryer. Fire Marshal's <laughs> office said about 90 firefighters fought the blaze, and it caused $300,000 in damage. Officials said a maintenance worker uh, had been using a heat gun and a hair dryer to throw out pipes in a townhouse. The maintenance worker and the occupant were able to safely escape. Well, you said flamethrower earlier. A uh, blowtorch was used also. Blowtorch. blowtorch, a hair dryer, and a heat gun. All three were used. Tell him the great Calvin line, Patrick, when he had to thaw out the field. Uh, about the jet airplane? Yep. Yeah, somebody suggested to him after this, they had all that snow that spring that they could uh, dry out the field by getting a jet engine in there. And Calvin said, how are you going to land a plane? In that? <laughs> how are you going to land a plane? You can't land a plane in that field. <laughs> what the hell is the matter with you? We're going to pull one in from the airport across the freeway. We'll just pull it over. Yeah, yeah we're towing it in. Calvin was nothing if not literal. <laughs> yes, yeah, he was. Very literal. <laughs> you can't get a plane in there. Uh, just a moment. We have to hit this uh, secret sounder. What do you got coming up, Patrick? Oh, Jeff Duncan, outstanding columnist for the Times-Picayune in New Orleans uh, at uh, about 4.15. 4.30, either Derek Falvey or Thad Levine will be here to talk about the uh, what's going on with the Twins uh, this week uh, with their 150 people down here for the organizational meetings. And where, then, are they, where are they being held? Uh, the big dormitory down here, right on the, the campus the other, there. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. All, they're all they're scattered all over. A bunch of them were in the major in the big ballpark today in the clubhouse too. Right. So, and then Rachel Blount from the uh, Star Tribune will be with us about five fifteen to talk about both the Olympics. And the fact that this gymnastics doctor uh, who was molesting and mm-hmm. sexually assaulting the uh, gymnast, uh, Maggie Nichols, uh, came out today and uh, announced that she was also a victim of uh, of that. And she's a little Canada kid who almost made the Olympics in 2016. North Korea will attend, and they're bringing cheerleaders. That is uh, great. That, yeah. that would make me feel better about going to cover the Olympics, that the North Koreans weren't going to be bombing 15. 800 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis.